from the Daily Northwestern, I'm Cassidy Jackson. Thanks for tuning in. According to Northwestern's global website, 5,500 international graduate and undergraduate students attended Northwestern in 2017. In this installment of Defining Safe, I sat down with a few international students to hear what safety means to them. It's frustrating sometimes when you realize how little American students know about the rest of the world when we've been bombarded with American cultural references, American like knowledge for like all our lives. Like I know so much about the US. I knew so much about it before even stepping foot into the country. Like you come to the US and people don't know, you know, like basic world geography. This is Madil sophomore Arudi Masinjula, a student from Nairobi, Kenya. As an international student from Africa, Masinjula has been frustrated by her peers' ignorance of the continent. It's so homogenizing and it's very frustrating, especially given the diversity of the African continent. There's like over 2,000 languages, 54 countries, and people just see it as like one country or you know have certain assumptions about it um so i remember also during walk out welcome when i introduced myself to someone we were talking about our parents and he's like oh you know what does your mother do and i was like oh yeah she's a lawyer blah 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 and then he like the shock on his face like his face turned so quickly and then it registered to me like oh he didn't expect like my mother to have a quote-unquote professional career given where I come from was how I read his reaction. Madil sophomore Adrian Wan from Shenzhen, China said he has also noticed preconceived notions about Chinese international students at Northwestern. According to Wan, Chinese international students are generally seen as a population that keeps to itself. For part of his freshman year, Juan said he fought hard against this stereotype, aligning himself with only American friends. Later on, though, Juan realized he could still hold on to his Chinese identity while navigating Northwestern's campus. At first, I was trying to completely abandon my Chinese identity because I feel like in order for me to like really blend into the American society, I had to um, give up like a significant part of my Chinese identity because I feel like in most of people's eyes, those two identities um, are not compatible with each other. What did that look like when you were trying to like abandon that side of your identity? Most of people tend to think that um, like the party culture is like a mm-hmm. like a super necessary part of American culture. So in my freshman year of fall quarter, I would just go to different parties, um, hang out with American white friends, and like taking like like high quality Instagram. Instagrammable photos and posted on my social media, which is pretty stupid um, in hindsight. But then, like one night, I auditioned for Refresh, and then I received an email that night when I was at a party um, that I got rejected by Refresh, and I was just feeling super depressed. I feel like, um, like a month into my freshman year, I haven't achieved anything, and I feel like I'm just a total failure. And then I drank so much that I passed out and I was transported to the hospital and spent one night in the emergency room. I just realized like there is a lot of costs, like in terms of like going to parties in order to be a real American student. 
So that's something that really woke me up. Along with questioning his involvement in Northwestern's party culture, Juan also started to take a deeper look at his friendships. For those American students who I usually like went out to party with, they weren't actually willing to listen to how I feel. They were just someone that they can go to party with. And for my Chinese international students or like other international students in general, they would say, okay, you, since you've already left our community, just go find someone else. So I feel like I was stuck in between. I didn't know which way to go. Medill sophomore Amy Ouyang from Shenzhen, China, had a different experience. A graduate of Miss Hall School in Massachusetts, Ouyang had already tried hard to learn about American culture and fit into American friend groups. She left that in her past when she came to Northwestern. When I was in high school, I tried really hard. I watch every show that you know American students would watch, and I, you know, besides doing homework, I just binge watching those TV shows, for example, like Friends or things like that. And I was like, so that I can have something to talk with them. I tried really hard. It was like really tiring and time consuming. But at Northwestern, I didn't really try that hard. I mean, I formed those really close relationships with those domestic students because we are, we just, you know, we, have, we share the same interests. Now, as a sophomore, Wan shares similar views on friendship as Ouyang. If a friendship is meant to be, cultural differences won't matter. Like at first, I thought that if I still hold on to my Chinese identity, American students would not be willing to like socialize with me. But I feel like this is a very like incorrect assumption because for those people that really care about you, they will not care about like what is like what your first language is, like what kind of culture you identify yourself with, like if like. Only if they are more willing to accept your culture and also respect your culture can they be real friends. Beyond support from their peers, international students can seek help from the Office of International Student and Scholar Services. However, Ouyang said she wishes the office was more supportive. She expected them to have more programming and even host multicultural events, like the Lunar New Year. But student groups have taken on that burden instead. The officer also couldn't answer her questions about driver's licenses. I want to get a dri driver's license and then in order to get that, you have to get a social security number and in order to get a social security number, you have to secure employment and the only um, you know, job opportunity open to us with F1 visa, which is a student visa, is to work on campus. And I was, at the beginning, I was really like confused about it because I only just want to get a driver's license so that I can you know, drive in the States. Ouyang would also like to see changes in the international student orientation programming. Ouyang said the orientation, which is just before Wildcat Welcome, was too packed with scheduled activities that she didn't get to know any of her international peers. Just have some time and talk to us about some practical issues and some you know, obstacles that past international students have overcome or have faced so that we are better prepared for what we are getting ourselves into. Masinjula, on the other hand, said the international office helped her find a job and she felt supported by the staff. However, she wishes that there was more awareness of international issues in the classroom. Administratively, there is support in terms of like day-to-day -day going to classes. Um, I think there's less of it because 
just because like you're interacting with a like majority Americans. I remember I took a climate catastrophes in Earth history class and the professor like while he was lecturing his examples were so like hyper local. It was like Chicago and the US and this and this and this. And I was sitting next to my friend and he was like, damn, how do you manage to like domesticate a world climate histories class? This is this is wild. Despite the difficulties for international students at Northwestern, Masinjula is keeping her eye on the prize, her degree. Masinjula said she makes it a priority to think big picture and consistently reminds herself that her identity matters. This being America isn't the end goal. Like I'm just here for a short time and I'm here to like get what it is that I'm here to get, which is my degree. So reminding myself where I'm from and it can be in a lot of different ways, just like still keeping up with Kenyan pop culture um, or being in tune with like issues affecting Kenya so that I know that I have somewhere that I come from that I can't, like I don't want to lose that identity and that connection even though I'm all the way over here and what I'm doing here is for um, the benefit of my home in the long run. Thanks for listening to part three of the Defining Safe series. This is Cassidy Jackson, and I'll see you next time.